And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful week. We're at the midway point, at least at the point of this recording. Going to talk about uh, everything going on with college football and the newest deals going on. And not only that, but uh, also to get into uh, the SEC scheduling and when that's going to come out and how it affects Arkansas as well. So it's going to be a fun-filled podcast. And as always, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. Follow me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors, all that fun stuff so you can make sure you keep up with the latest information dealing with college football. I, I You know, I remember when COVID-19 really started hitting in the world of sports. And I was sitting at the town pump on a Wednesday night and here in Little Rock, which is just a place where you get some you know, cheap beer and wings. But anyways, I was sitting there, and I remember when it was kind of going around, I was like, hey, man, these, uh, this SEC tournament might get canceled or postponed. And it was just still kind of new, and we're like, man, that's, that's going to be asking a lot. And then, lo and behold, Arkansas beats Vanderbilt in the play-in game in the SEC tournament. And then the next day, that was all she wrote. And I remember... When that happened, we started seeing more and more sports like the NBA and, and Major League Baseball and, and everything, and spring football especially, get canceled, essentially. That, I would say that first week of when all that happened might have been one of the longest weeks I could ever remember. Not because of you know anything that happened that was new or uh, was unexpected, it was just long because so much happened. So much happened that it was almost too much information to process and to really understand and get a grip on everything that was, uh, was going on. So, you know, there was a few things that I thought were, you know, pretty fascinating from it in that regard. But I remember just anytime I can look back on it, I'm like, man, this was a long time. It felt like a long time because of how much happened. That's how I feel over what's happened in the past 48 hours in college football. So much has happened that it's like, it seems like just weeks ago was when Arkansas and the SEC got their schedule announced uh, where Arkansas added Georgia and Florida. Like, it seems like eons ago, even though it was just last Friday. And the reason being is because there has been a lot going on. There's been uh, just, just absolute dysfunction, I think is the best way to put it, dysfunction among college football and it's led me to think this, folks, and this is where uh, I'm going to dive into this podcast and talking about it, which I know we've kind of mentioned it before, at least over the past few months ago, maybe. But this is where I feel like it's really important and a good reason to bring it back up. If there was ever a time to be more happy or thrilled that the Arkansas Razorbacks are in the SEC, the time is now. Like I cannot tell you how happy I am that the Arkansas Razorbacks are in the SEC because of everything that's happened. Now, we still got to play a season. We still got to get on the field. And as we know, dealing with COVID, anything can happen. Nothing's a guarantee in this life, especially dealing with this nonsense. But my point is, is that what's going on right now, and assuming that everything will go according to plan, there's going to be football in the SEC, and I could not be happier about it. The SEC is not perfect. The SEC 
has done some things that, you know, a lot of Razorback fans would not really care for. <laughs> One of those things being uh, scheduling teams like Georgia and Florida to play against Arkansas. And uh, just even though they are going to be one of the worst teams in the SEC, at least on paper, and they've already been going on a long losing streak in the SEC as it is, like, it's, it doesn't matter. My point is, is that it's been pretty tough. And it was tough on Arkansas to have to take this pill and swallow it of what the SEC did. They don't do everything perfect. But I love the mentality. The mentality of this conference. The mentality of the commissioners. The, com- the mentality of everybody. Basically saying, we don't care what you do, Big Ten. We don't care what you do, Pac-12, or the ACC, or Big 12. We don't care about any of you. What we care about is what we're going to do. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to play frickin' football. We're not going to worry about any of the other nonsense and the political BS that gets thrown at us. We're going to play football. Now, under that same umbrella, not only are we going to play football, but we're going to make sure we're playing it in a safe and healthy environment. Because we have doctors that have been helping us with this, medical experts that have been helping us with this. We think that given the circumstances of what's all going on and knowing that players more than likely would be safer and healthier being inside of our program instead of not, we feel like this is the best opportunity for them. This makes the most sense and we're going to go full steam ahead. The SEC, and what it has told me, answers to no one. They answer to no one. No one in the NCAA, no one in any other conferences, nobody. They answer to themselves. Because that is what the SEC has cultivated. It's what it's created. It took a conference that was already a good conference and based on revenue share, based on quality of play in every single sport at every single level and the consistency that's come along with it, adding in the SEC network is not bad either. They have made it to where they call the shots. And I am thrilled to be in a conference that does that. I don't want to be in a conference that thinks about other things instead, puts other things in priorities. And this may be upsetting to some of you listening to this podcast. And I'm not trying to downplay COVID-19. I hope you don't misconstrue that. I'm just saying that being in a conference that understands why college football is important, how it can be done, how it can be played, and how you don't need to listen to any of the politics or anything like that you just need to do what's best for you and your conference. To be a part of that is something great. Where they're convicted. They're convicted in their own beliefs and in their own abilities to make this football season happen. That's what I'm happy to be a part of. If I'm a Razorback fan, I'm happy for that. And I know that they're going to continue to do a good job in it. I don't think that's ever going to be a problem. The only problems that will arise is if COVID arises and continues to arise and continues to cause problems. As of right now, I feel pretty confident. But that can all change on a dime, as we all know. But for right now, I'm holding my head high and saying thank goodness for the SEC. Because without it, we may not be seeing college football this season. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 
All right, moving on, folks, into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You know, I have uh, I've been enjoying my radio show so far this week. I always enjoy my radio show, but I've really been enjoying it so far this week of just the the great interaction and discussions that we've been having, and uh, the callers and the messages, and and it, it's all been great. And with Arkansas football, knowing what the schedule is at least going to look like, not as far as dates go, but who they're playing and. Uh, the excitement surrounding Sam Pittman and, and all of this, it got me to really think that I even asked this poll question out on Twitter because 10 games in conference for Arkansas, I would set the over-under amount of wins at one and a half. Now, that's not to say I don't think they're going to win more because I do. I didn't think they would go over. But I was trying to be as unbiased and as, uh, uh, as real as possible when discussing this. So I said at one and a half. And amazingly, over time, and you got about 1,000 votes, it's like 66, 67% of you said over. Two-thirds of you said over. They would win more than uh, a game and a half, which I know they can't win a half game, but you get what I'm saying. And when I saw that, I was very, first off, I was, you know, not surprised. I was pretty, uh, pretty much just assuming that would happen. But I also was excited. Because what that tells me is that Arkansas Razorback football fans, with all the stuff that they've been through over the past few years, with all the stuff going on with COVID-19 and canceling sports and not getting Arkansas spring practice, pushing back fall camp, all of that, the fact that Razorback fans actually still have some optimism, some optimism to actually compete in games and win SEC games this year is, is just awesome to me. Now, it's sad maybe to some of you that I'm saying, yeah, going a game and a half, winning two or three games this year is going to be exciting. But you know what? Screw you. That's more games than I think that Arkansas, I think I'm trying to do the math. They've won four conference games in the past four seasons. And three of those games were in the first year. So take that for what it is. So you've won four SEC games in four years. And now... And now you think and you believe that this team can win half of that in one season? Dare I say, get to the three or four mark? You believe that? You're confident in that? I'm happy for you. And you know what? I agree with you. I think this Razorback football team is going to surprise people. I think that the coaching job that this team is going to give is going to be one that is the biggest turnaround in, in sports history. Well, okay, that's maybe overstating it. Razorback football history. One of the great turnarounds we've seen. Because I truly believe that there is talent on this team. I truly believe that there is guy, there are guys on this team that not only could compete in the SEC, but turn some heads doing it. I think the buy-in is there. I think that the players love Sam Pittman. I think they like their assistant coaches. I think that you actually have a collective group of individuals on this staff that know what the crap they're doing, which you have not had in quite some time. If I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, fine. I'll admit it. I'm fine with it. I'll go ahead and admit it. I'm, I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling positive about it. But I'm telling you, folks, this Razorback football team is going to surprise people. They're going to put things together. As long as everyone stays healthy, I would even argue that three and seven, three wins, 
and may not be completely out of the realm of possibility. I'll give my predictions once we get closer and seeing the schedule of dates and all that fun stuff, but I'm just telling you, there's going to be more to this team than we've seen in quite some time. And I can't wait to see it. I love the mentality of them. They just want to play. Hunter Yurchek wants to play. Sam Pittman wants to play. They, the players want to play. Everybody wants to play. So go let them play. And not only do they want to play, but they want to win. Can they win? Will they win? Let's hope. I'd like to see it. But I think people are going to be sleeping on the Hogs this year to at least compete. Not to win at all. Not to even win five games. But just to compete. If they do that, then I'd say my expectation has been met for the 2020 season. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. As always, appreciate you all listening in. But, uh, you know, there's been a lot of storylines besides what we've been seeing uh, in college football, too, and and some of the funny stuff that's been going on. I just kind of want to run through those a little bit more. Uh, First off, uh, the the feelings from the Big Ten and some of the teams that are in the Big Ten and coaches and ADs feeling like they got completely and totally screwed in, in all of this and they want to still play in some regard, I say power to them. I say power to Nebraska, power to Penn State, power to Ohio State. In any of these schools that want to play, let them play. Screw the Big Ten and screw the Pac-12. Schools, go out on your own and do it if you can, if you can make it work. If you can get the other conferences on board with you, make it work. Or come collectively as Pac-12 and Big Ten schools that want to play, Come together collectively and figure out a way to make it work. I just think that the timing of the decision of the Big Ten and the Pac-12 were, was stupid. Like, what, what's the hurry in canceling? What's the hurry? You have time. You have time to figure it out. You have time to see how it goes. You have time to see how it works. But it's almost like they have been so scared and so nervous about liability and, and all of that that – they didn't even want to give it a shot. Like, all the other sports are being played in this country. Every other sport is being played. Now, they're not being played in the way that we'd all like to see them, of course. But they're still being played, and if they haven't been played yet, they're trying. And that's what you needed to do. You needed to try. Because I'm just going to tell you right now, if people are afraid of lawsuits, I start thinking about this. If you're afraid of lawsuits, like, and I don't want to see anyone get in any cases. I don't want to see anyone get get infected by this or anything. And I, again, I want to make that perfectly clear. I don't want that. But it's also going to be inevitable where you're going to get it. And if you're going to get it more often than not, you're probably going to get it somehow. If you're a student athlete, if you're not playing sports, what you, who's going to say you won't get in the classroom? Who's to say you won't get it by going down to Dixon Street? Like, th- this is the thing. You, got, you just can't, you can't be able to function this way. You can't make it work this way. So that's why I'm saying at least try, at least try to make it work. And so these conference or these teams in these conferences that are wanting to get out and wanting to play, uh, power to them. Seriously, power to them. I think that the conferences, and I think the Big Ten handled this in such a joking way. Like it is the biggest just farce. And if I was in that conference and I was a fan of one of those teams in that conference, I'd be outraged. Because again, it's not the fact that they canceled. It's the fact that they canceled when they did. And how they did. 
Like you didn't even give it a, a puncher's chance. Like you had kids in fall camp doing workouts. You had kids that had been conditioning all summer long, getting ready for this. And you just say, nah, we're not going to try. Just cancel it. Fine. You guys can work it out amongst yourselves. Nah. Nah. I, I wouldn't put up with that. So I'm hoping that this causes a major shift in college football. I'm hoping it brings out uh, a lot of these teams to start joining, not, not, not to say joining other conferences, because I still think that would be a difficult thing to do at this point. But, you know, doing it in the, capa- in the capacity that they have been by saying, you know what, this is, you know, th- we're going to go ahead and we're going to align with this conference. And if you don't like it, you can kiss our rumps. We're going to do it the way we want to do it. If you want to kick us out, kick us out. But this is what we're going to do. And I know that's going to tear apart the relationship that a lot of these teams have uh, with not only their own respective conferences, but presidents and all that stuff. So I'm hoping to kind of see a power shift here because we've been seeing a power shift with players. And I think that there's going to be a power shift with some of the conferences, too, where, you know, say what you want about them, but the SEC, ACC, and the Big 12 are looking more like leaders of those conferences than the Big 12, than in the Pac-12. They look more like cowards. They look more like people that, you know, wanted to play it safe instead of actually giving it a shot first. So, and you may, many of you will probably disagree with me. You'll probably start screaming at me saying that this is serious, this is serious. But here's the thing again. Folks, I said it before and I'll say it again. These players, if you're worried about them, I get it. I am too. But they know the risk. They know the risk. They know the problems that it could cause. And they have the choice to opt out. They have a choice not to play and have their scholarships honored. Where it's like, hey, if you don't want to play, you don't have to play. But if they want to play, let them play it's as simple as that let them play let them make the decision let them make the choice let them deal with the risk and let them suffer the consequences if something bad happens now i hope it doesn't i pray it doesn't i hope everything goes well but you have to be able to let these kids and these kids families and these excuse me young adults because they are adults let them make the decision let it be on them not on us not on the Pac-12 commissioner or the Big Ten commissioner. Let it be on them. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm saying. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNavers for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. Keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.